you're back for another episode of Deadbeats, Divorces, and Dividends. I've got someone in my purple chair who's ready to chat with us about finances and real estate. So glad to have you as a part of our D3 community. Let's jump in. everyone. So glad that you're back for episode two of Deadbeats, Divorces and Dividends, um, which is your weekly stop for all things real estate and finance on the fe- from the female perspective. Um, so as always, we are not here to bash our guy friends, but we want to empower everyone to live their best financial life. So um, who is in my purple chair today? Um, it is none other than the love of my life, my husband, Alex Mickler. Um, so he is here to dive into all things marital finances with us. So my my love, thanks for being here. Uh, my pleasure. <laughs> awesome. Well, um, intro of our guest. Um, I always start with what I know about you, which is, you know, a lot because we've been married for 20,000 years, it feels like. Huh? <laughs> 15 years in... Um, January. Yes. Yeah. Which is about the time this podcast will come out. So oh, okay. 15 years you'll have been putting well, up happy with an- Happy anniversary. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Um, so what do I know about you? So you are an Indiana native from this area. Um, you have worked um, in factory management and supervising most recently. Right now you're awesome uh, house manager for our house, which we'll talk about that here in a few minutes. Um, you are a collector of all things physical media. Was that fair to say? You're giving me a look right now. Yeah, I get made fun of for that all the time. <laughs> and you're the best husband ever. I know that as well about you. So, so yeah, that's that's you in a nutshell, I'd say. Did I forget anything major that you... No, no. We'll, awesome we'll, dad. We'll go with that. Okay, okay. Sounds good. Well, as always with our podcast, we have our nuggets. So our D3 nuggets that we're going to then dip in that sauce and get going. So our three nuggets that we're going to talk about today, we're going to talk about how we've managed finances, kind of what that's look like for us as a couple. Um, So number one, communication is key in anything with your spouse and especially finances. Um, Things may evolve over time. I know you'll agree with me that it has. Yep, for us. And then dream, I think, is an important part of a marital financial life. So so taking in in a dip, a little dip, dip the toe, dip the nugget, whatever you're talking about. So um, I talked about you. Anything else that you want me to add that we haven't talked about already so far? Oh no 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 okay. <laughs> no! We're throwing it in there. Yeah yeah we've we've covered me so. Okay well I'm gonna jump in because um, as my long suffering husband I would love so I'm a loan officer mortgage loan officer as my day job I'm also a podcaster apparently as my fun <laughs> job um, but I would love to know if you have any funny stories or just in general what's it like to be married to a loan officer. Yeah, I guess I, I would say it's probably not any different than being married to someone in sales or someone who has a job that interacts with the public quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have to, you know, adjust yourself to the idea that your spouse is going to be answering phone calls at various times. Uh, so you don't necessarily, if you're going to get to meet up for lunch or even dinner. It's not necessarily a one-on-one type situation, which, I mean, that I think that would, for anybody, would take some, you know, adjustment. So, and it did for me too. But, you know, once you, you know, stop and think about it and, you know, it's just the nature of the job, you know, and, and I mean, my experience in supervision that I've had in the past, I've had examples, you know, much 
more rare than than you, but I've had examples of you know being called off the clock and having to mm-hmm. take care of situations running and over everything. to the building and stuff. Yeah, yeah, so it's just one of those those kind of situations. But I mean, you know, I, I feel like we've made it we've made it work. It's never been a case of we've been you know even on vacation. Mm-hmm. You know, there, there's we never I, go I, without my laptop. It's I, our third yep, guest. <laughs> I always I always plan on, but but it's always nice too because typically if we go on vacation, I'll kind of you'll kind of schedule in you know all of your work. You'll try to schedule it all in for a couple hours mm-hmm. in one day, and then that'll be the day that I plan on going out and exploring whatever city we're in by myself. Mm-hmm. That kind of thing, which I always like doing that anyway. So. Yeah. But yeah, there, I mean, it, it's not a, you know, it it it's not a nine to five job. It's definitely a, sometimes mm-hmm. it can run into the evening uh, kind of thing. But you know, honestly, I feel like we've been really lucky. It very very rarely interrupts anything that we're in the process mm-hmm. of doing. Yeah. You know, if it interrupts game time with the kids or something, then you know, then you can get away, and then I'll just beat them until you get back. So. Yeah. <laughs> Just keep keeping the the old board game well, especially, competitions especially going. Mario yeah. Kart things. Oh, like yeah, that, absolutely, but. absolutely. Well, I you know I think I do, and I think hopefully I've told you how much I appreciate you know because it it is we'll be at dinner and I'll have to start responding to text message because somebody's freaking out about something and they just got off work and uh, blah, 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 blah. so it's you know especially the last two years twenty 2020 twenty and twenty twenty one no yes and even some of twenty twenty two um bananas time to work mm-hmm. in mortgages and it was for everybody in general with pandemic and all the other stuff going on but yeah it's hopefully not no the worst. but it's one of those things too if you're you know fairly empathetic and can you know think about when you might have been in a situation where mm-hmm. you were questioning certain things and you get a letter in the mail and you need to you know you really want to find out the answer mm-hmm. right now that kind of thing and all of us have been in situations like that in the past yeah. that you know it is nice knowing that you can call and you know get a hold of somebody yeah. and they'll you know if they don't immediately respond they'll respond pretty quick so it's funny because I'll meet people that I don't know and they ask me what I do and I'm like oh my gosh how are you here I drove my mortgage person crazy <laughs> it's like we're just it's just part of the job mm-hmm. unfortunately part of being a family member of that yeah, like I, like I said, it's it's something that it it took a little getting used to, but not much. And yeah, it's it's I don't know, it's just not difficult. Yeah. You know, it, it's just something you just kind of plan ahead for. You know, you just put it in your mind that this might be interrupted. Mm-hmm. You know, and like I said, it very rarely has been, but occasionally it does. And you know, you're just patient and wait for the you know call to end. And, and what I've appreciated about you is I don't. You know, you don't take it personally if I have to take a call. Mm-hmm. It's not because I don't want to talk to you. It's because something else is calling my attention away, and mm-hmm. I appreciate that. So mm-hmm. it's good. Well, kind of switching gears a little bit. So um, I thought I might talk a little bit because I think especially, and you're going to giggle at me, I'm sure, because I, I live in a house full of dudes. So we finally got a female dog mm-hmm. last year. Otherwise, it's all dudes. Mm-hmm. So I'm always constantly, you know, giving you guys the girls are better than boys, you know, kind of joking with the kids and that kind of thing. But there is a lot of nuance, I think, in relationships and, um, you know, finances and roles in the family and all that kind of thing. So I thought people might be interested in hearing because we're goobers all in all. But hearing about 
how kind of how we manage things and how our finances are. So I thought we'd talk a little bit about how it's um, evolved over the years. So we met when I was still in college. Mm-hmm. So I was obviously a college student. You were you were eight years older than me. So you had already been working out on your own. I'd seen the world and was ready to retire. Yeah. So. <laughs> Hopefully, hopefully the dry sarcasm reads over. Oh, I love it! I love it so much. Um, So yeah, so you know, when we first got together, but even before we got married, you know, I was still in college. I didn't have a full time job. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a job where I traveled exclusively for a year, and you hung with me on that. Sorry Mm -hmm. about that. Then I went back to grad school, and then finally we got married when I was in grad school. Mm -hmm. And then at that point in time, we had kind of a fifty fifty split of our bills so and i would say you know you kind of took care i don't think either of us had a car payment at that point in time it's hard to remember it wasn't until it was after we got married that we both ended up getting yeah but we each kind of took care of our own stuff that way yeah like like all the money poured in you know all the money that came in we took care of you know the bills we always shared Mm -hmm. so we would split the bills down the middle and then i took care of my Mm -hmm. finances and you took care of yours yeah you know, and then if anybody needed any help, then you'd help, obviously, yeah. the other person. Because we also, my first big kid job was weird. I only got paid once a month. I mm-hmm. remember that was a headache. So I would essentially, like, pay all of the bills for the month, and then your half would just pay me back yeah, over the... It, it was very, you know, that, I think, <laughs> Seems honestly, like a million years but, ago. Yeah, but, <laughs> but, but, but that also was the most difficult thing for me to grasp, because... All the jobs that I had had, which, I mean, I hadn't had that many, and usually when I'd work at a place, I'd work there until, you know, for years, Mm -hmm. but um, I'd always been paid weekly, Mm -hmm. no matter what job it was, you know, and I remember... When you told me you were going to get paid monthly, asking you, well, who in the world does something like that? And you're like, well, that's more the norm. It was a major is, university for the yeah, record, well, but yes. But it was like that was more the, you, you know, you explained that or getting paid, you know, bi-monthly, that kind of thing was more the norm than getting paid weekly. So yeah. I was used to, you know, money coming in every week and knew how many overtime hours I worked and what that would correlate to yeah. what my paycheck would read and so I could plan mine easily, but yeah. I had no idea about yours. Yeah, so. you'd get a wallet refresher every yeah. Friday and <laughs> yeah. no big deal. And so. Yeah, because we, I mean, even there for a while, because you also worked at a place that you didn't have direct deposit, which just blew mm, my mind. Yes. So we would go on Fridays to the bank and you would cash your check and you'd put, you know, get your cash, you'd put what you needed for bills in and then do the yeah. rest. We did that for years, oh, yeah, probably absolutely. four or five years, but yeah. Yeah, that, that I never, it wasn't until the last job I had was the first one that had direct deposit. Yeah, which is just funny. Yeah, too. it was always just a paper check, and which dates me, I guess, but no, you know. No. That's, well, and I, I'm going to throw this out here, and if you don't want to talk about it, it's okay. Um, but I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> but I remember when you did go to buy your car right mm-hmm. after we first got married, you didn't do anything with credit. So they literally oh, yeah. asked you if you were a ghost. Yeah. It wasn't bad. You just didn't yeah. have any. Yeah, I had, I think I had applied, I'd, I'd, Gotten myself into some financial difficulties, you know, early 20s, like a lot of people seem to, um, and was able to get my way out of it. Uh, but in the process, you know, it was just through paying things on time and calling places back mm-hmm. whenever, you know, medical bill and, mm-hmm. you know, I couldn't pay it all at once, but, you know. Get something you know, set up with them, yeah, yeah. that kind of thing. You know, then I got my credit back in good standing. But yeah, like you said, that the guy literally told me that I was a ghost because I had no mm-hmm. credit 
whatsoever yeah. history at all or applying for cards or anything. And at that point, I was just used to this is the amount of money I get per week. Mm-hmm. This is the amount of money that I have to spend after paying off my bills. Yeah. You know, and, and so that's what I would that's what I would do if I wanted to go buy at that point a DVD or CD or something yeah. like that or go out to the movies or take you out to dinner or mm-hmm. whatever. That was what I had, you know, money for. So, but yeah, that was, yeah. I yeah. Was, and I, I should throw in this is a little bit of self-deprecation. I'm very high maintenance, so you had to get used to that when we started dating and got married as well. Yeah, so. I wasn't going to bring that up. I was trying I, to be polite. I know. I'm not, though, so it's okay. I'll, I'll rag on myself. Well, and then so I guess really when our finances really started to evolve, we, we bought our house, mm-hmm. and we bought it from my dad. Um, so, we you know, we were in a good spot there, um, had our oldest son, Rowan. Mm-hmm. Things I think things stayed pretty pretty straightforward with Rowan. We didn't change a lot financially, obviously. Having yeah. a new new person to keep track of was a big change. But at that point I'd been promoted. So I was, you know, getting I was getting paid fairly well mm-hmm. and and uh yeah, and then I think you were you were working a pretty good job at that mm-hmm. time too. The be- the best pay you'd gotten yeah. at that point. Yeah. And so, you know, we kind of continued that. And then when Milo, our youngest, came along, as he's known to do, kind of disrupted everything. Mm. But um, I decided, and, and this is something that we'll talk about here, because each of us has stayed home. Right. Whatever that means at some point in time. So at that point, I decided I was going to stay home with Milo. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, obviously at that point, you were it for, you know, for income. Mm-hmm. And I... Being 100% honest, that was a struggle for us because mm-hmm. we'd gotten used to two incomes. You know, we had at that point built onto our house. So our mortgage was more, mm-hmm. um, I will say we never were late. Or, you know, we still maintained our bills, but I think we, we didn't get to travel, which we'll talk about here in a minute. Or, you know. Really a, do a whole lot of extra right, right. extra stuff, um, which is completely different from you being home, which is the the current spot that we're in. Mm-hmm. Um, my My job that I have now really has picked up. I've built my business and we were at a a spot where you were miserable at your job. Correct. And it was, it's been better. So now you get to say you're a retired guy. Well, it coincided, (laughs) it it also coincided with COVID. Yes. Yes. Um, And so that was at a time when the boys were uh, both out of school. E-learning. And and doing the e-learning. And so it ended up being a lot it took a lot of convincing on uh, your part mm-hmm. uh, to me just because I would consistently worked and, you know, from mm-hmm. when I was 16 um, and, you know, worked with a broken broken foot yeah. and missed a day of work and worked in a yeah. cast. So <laughs> it wasn't a case of I didn't like to work, but, um, but yeah, I, I wasn't, wasn't happy in uh, the, the position that I was in. Uh, coinciding with uh, COVID and how that affected uh, schools mm-hmm. and the boys being home. And then, you know, you talking to me about how it, it would be a lot simpler for you mentally to mm-hmm. not have to worry about having to find someone to watch the kids mm-hmm. for a few hours here or there. Because at that point, you couldn't rely on them to be left alone because, yeah. you know, two boys... That were five and I, seven I have a, <laughs> at the time. I, I have a bro- five and nine. Five at the time. and nine. Yeah. I have a brother, and you know, <laughs> we weren't ever allowed to be by ourselves. <laughs> Dishes flying everywhere. But, um, but that being the case, you'd kind of convince me that you know, 
and I'd always wanted, um, you know, to to be home with the boys, you know, just to, especially, you know, working, at one point I worked second shift, you know, so when Rowan was, uh, Rowan was in his, I, I think it was his first year of T-ball. Mm-hmm. I missed that. I, you I, only got to go I to one to game. Go to one game. Yeah. Because the job I had was, you know, pretty strict about their attendance and uh, that kind of thing. So, you know, missing out on that kind of stuff, you know, it always bothers a parent. And, and I, you know, and there were other things that would happen even when I got back on first shift, you know, Milo being, you know, at home. And mm-hmm. it, that was, you know, hard hearing about the little things that happened that, mm-hmm. you know, you miss out on that kind of thing. And yeah. I just thought that, you know, that would have been wonderful to be able to stay at home and watch the kids grow up. Yeah. And yeah. wasn't necessarily able to do that up until, you know, yeah. within the last year or two. But, but yeah, it, it's, you know, it, it's definitely something that, you know, is enjoyable you know, and and I I know it. It's it's a lot easier because thinking back on it at the time, it was kind of difficult when we would have a situation where you know the not to make him sound like a heathen, but <laughs> but Milo did have an instance or two in Some preschool. Troubles at preschool. Yeah, an instance yes. or two in preschool <laughs> where you know it, it's it is it is funny it's too as a parent. Uh, you know. You and I have talked uh, a lot about how neither one of us ever got in trouble in school. No. <laughs> and, you know, never got sent to the principal. It's because we're both never, first kids. It's yeah, our second kid, but man. That, you know, <laughs> elementary school, middle school, high school, never got in trouble. It's principal's office, anything. And then our, our preschoolers supposedly a bully and yeah. shoving people around and you can't fathom how that's possible there's a mike tyson situation yeah, the whole thing but so. we you know there were there were a couple instances where you had called and you were in the middle of something and needed me to leave work to go get you know tip of at that point it was milo um and not that it happened, you know, right, right. like just two or twice, three, just know? two or three times, but that was enough yeah. to where you're mm-hmm. like, man, it'd be so much easier if there was somebody yeah. that, you know, around because it, those are things that you just can't count on happening, you mm-hmm. know, an emergency type situation. Right. It's not like you can have somebody on hand, at, you know, mm-hmm. for an emergency. It, a lot of times it does fall to the parents. So. Yeah. And it, it was difficult for me too. one, one thing that I've loved and we, we'll get into this a little bit more, but we I love to travel. Like, Mm -hmm. that's literally why I do what I do most of the time so that, you know, us as a family can travel. My position that I have now, I'm 100% commissioned. So I work when I work. If I don't work, I don't get paid. So, but along with that comes a lot of flexibility. And so you, having been at your company, what, five, six years and still only having 10 vacation days, that was really hard when I'm like, well, let's just take off and go. But we had to kind of, Keep an, which I know um, we're not in the, uh, you know, a lot of people have to deal with this kind of oh, thing, absolutely. but it's, you know, we better save a couple of days in case something happens with one of the kids or, you know, something like that. Well, you, so, you, you know, you had to, I, I worked at one place for 13 and a half mm-hmm. years and the last, the last place I worked was right around seven and both of them, although different industries, uh, had very similar attendance policy and mm-hmm. and vacation uh, schedules. And, you know, it's another one of those things. I, I've got a friend that I grew up with that lives in Spain, and uh, he came and visited us a couple of years ago on one of his many vacations. Mm-hmm. And Cause it's they get the whole summer off because and, culturally, yeah. you know, the differences. Yeah. It's another one of those things that, you know, you, you kind of wish was different here mm-hmm. that, 
you know, companies cared more about their employees to allow them yeah. more flexibility, you know. Yeah. Hopefully, you know, with everything that happened with COVID, hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, some companies have adjusted yeah. to that, you know, to We're allow that. But, yeah, yeah, you know, I'd have to save back, you know, emergency vacation days in case, mm-hmm. you know, I got the flu or, right. you know, one of the kids got sick, had to stay home from school and mm-hmm. that kind of thing. So Yeah. Yeah. And it's and I should I guess this is probably a good place to mention. So in our household, I completely manage our finances. Mm-hmm. Do you have any thoughts on that? Other than you know, I joke because I'm like, it really doesn't matter what I decide to do. You're just happy as long as your debit card works, which I think is a fair, <laughs> a well, fair assessment. Well, because but, there's been times you know that that it has. Yeah. Been, you know, you know, like like you know, a lot of people have had to deal with in the past or whatever. Yeah. And, um, no, I, that it's never bothered me. It is kind of funny that it, very, very occasionally, usually about once, once a year, uh, the speaking out of turn a little bit, you will have a, uh, I don't call it a meltdown, but you'll have a, a, a time where you're like, I'm taking care of everything. <laughs> and it's kind of one of those where you're like, uh, oh, okay, well, you, you did ask to, to do that, but it's not the type of. You know, time where you go, well, you asked for it. <laughs> That's fair. Mm-hmm. So I'll, uh, I'll give you that one. That's good. But uh, yeah, that I mean, no, it, it's one of those things that, you know, I've offered before. I've managed my own finances before. I have total faith in you that, you know, you're not going to mismanage the finances. I know if you ever needed help with it. You know, because uh, that's one thing that I don't think either one of us are shy about is asking for help from the mm. other person. Now, whether the other person can give them the help that they need at that time, sure. you know, sometimes that you know it just doesn't work out that way. But you know, as a as a husband, I'm sure that others out there listening are aware of the you know your wife asks you to do something and you have the oh I'll get to it and you don't <laughs> get to it in the time that they expect you to get to it. And, that yes. kind of thing, but no, no. It, it's that, like the that, meme. It's like, I've got a project. You may as well get up right then. <laughs> yeah, 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 that kind of thing. But no, I mean, I I, I don't know that I'm, you know, I, I've learned throughout the years I'm not the typical man slash husband in terms of, you know, I, I'll do yard work. I'll do it willingly. I don't care to talk about it. I've got, I've got, I've <laughs> don't got, have your dad's shoes that have no, turned green no, or I've, anything. No, I, I mean, I do, but I've got <laughs> friends that will, you know, happily tell me about the yard work that they did. And it's the last thing that I'm interested in or care to talk about. You know, I've, we fixed the, you know, multiple things around the house, mm-hmm. you know, the toilet, the sink, you know, all sorts of things. And I don't ever think to next time I'm with my friends, oh, guess what I did, yeah. fellas. <laughs> I just am not that type of guy. It's not your interest area. I'm not interested in talking about it, but yeah. But yeah, so, you know, I'm sure I'm probably not the norm when it comes to the financial aspect Mm -hmm. as well. But, you know, I know my abilities. I have no issue, you know, handling the finances, that kind of thing. But, you know, taking off and ran with it. And, Mm -hmm. and, you know, and another thing, it's it's not as if we don't ever discuss. Right. The finances. Right. It's not a, a blind, 
you know, you just do whatever kind of thing, especially when, you know, there's bigger purchases, that kind of thing. Obviously, we talk about beforehand. We'll talk about one of those here in a second. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm talking about. um, Because in that, we have dealt with some major decreases when I left my job and our household income was literally cut in half. Mm -hmm. And then when, the you know, my business started being successful, massive, massive increases in our income. Mm -hmm. Um, And... I think it's fair to say you're not a person that loves change quickly. So, oh, no, no, I, you know, and I think that applies to our finances that, you know, especially when we were talking about you leaving your job, it was like 15 times. Okay. So tell me how, again, that we're still good with me, you know, with losing my salary kind of a thing. So I think that was, you know, something we, I don't want to say dealt with, but it was definitely a discussion. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely the more cautious of the. Yeah. The two of us, when it comes to especially big life decisions, so it's rare that I'll just. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go do this? Oh yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like I have to take some time to think about it. So, I think um, I'm going to call this one of our recipes for success because I feel I can't think of a time that we did have done this, but we don't shame each other for things that we buy, and we just kind of had that understood. You know, I love TJ Maxx. You could care less. You love records. Okay. You know, like we don't, you know, whenever I come home, I'm like, look what I bought today. I never feel like, oh, I better not bring these bags in right now where Alex oh, yeah. can see, uh, you know, like that kind of stuff. We, we've we never done that. Yeah, it's, as always, a it's always a presentation. It's like, and then I've got <laughs> this. But, but you know, that, that, that's another thing, though, too. Like you've never been a what I would consider a big shopper anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, when you do go out, you know, the stuff that you come back with are all these like little things, mm-hmm. you know, I it's not like, candles. you know, it's not <laughs> yeah, like yeah. these extravagant clothes. It's like, oh, I got this on sale yeah. and I got this and this and, yeah. you know, and I take umbrage with the idea that we don't mock each other because... I get mocked for my physical media collection. I mean, mocked for the collection, but not the purchasing of said collection. Oh, that's true. Yeah. 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 And a lot of that I had before I met you, but a yeah. lot of it I've bought since. That's fair. That's fair. Well, um, so I I think it's important to know, like, what our what our approach has gotten us, you know, and I feel – and I'm not, I won't say we've never made a misstep or something, you know, here or there. But, you know, overall, we've been able to do a lot of really blessed things in our life. And um, I think the biggest is travel. Mm -hmm. So if you don't know much about us as a couple, we are obsessed with the city of Manchester in England. Mm -hmm. We try to go at least once a year, um, which sounds crazy. But we, you know, that's a priority in our household is travel. And it's not to say that we just say, forget you kids. That's that's all we're doing this year. Like we we budget, we plan for our kids to go on trips. Um, my kids have probably traveled, I'd say, more than any other kids. I know we were having this discussion a couple of days ago of, you know, when I was growing up, our, our vacation was generally driving to my aunt and uncle's house in Kansas City. And that was, you know, the gas station was the the attraction on the way there and that was kind of it and your dad was a civil war battlefield buff so that's what you got to do as a child yeah (laughs) i've I've heard about every the famous civil war battlefield uh, (laughs) to the point of when i i had no interest the age that i went god love my dad but (laughs) you know as i got older and was more interested in history it was like 
hey, did we ever go here? Oh, yeah. And she, you know, shows me pictures of me sitting on the, <laughs> on, know, a cannon. on a cannon. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember that at all. Uh, but. Meanwhile, our kids get to, you know, we stay in a water park hotel everywhere we go. Oh, and, yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah, every uh, every parks or every place that we stay has got to at least have it, even if it's a hotel, it's got to yeah. have a swimming pool for, mm-hmm. which, you know, it, it's one of those things that I... <laughs> I was not given the same I was, courtesy. I, yeah, I would have. I would have. I, I, I remember one vacation we took where I got to swim in the swimming pool. We went to Pennsylvania in November. They had an outdoor pool, and I was <laughs> I wanted to swim so badly. It was maybe fifty degrees outside. Ice floating. On I, I don't. I don't know why mom let me do it, but she's like, "If you want to, go ahead." And I jumped in there and ran around for ten minutes, and yeah. But yeah, that was it. No heated pools, yeah, no yeah. indoor pools, none of that yeah. kind of. But I think, you know, we've made that a priority for our family because we were talking the other day, you know, other families, you know, if you're if your child's on a travel sports team, you're probably spending just as much doing that mm-hmm. as we do on, you know, three, four trips a year that we take. And yeah, it's just kind of a matter of figuring out you know, what your, I won't say your your values as a family, but you do kind of place your money on what's important to you oh, yeah, and absolutely. that kind of thing. And kind of with that, we also, um, we adore our house. It's old and weird, just like us. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we bought our house from my dad. It's been in our family and a long backstory for a long, long time, um, but wasn't really set up for family. So no. we had Rowan and we were able to make it work. And then we knew Milo was coming along and knew we needed some more. And it wasn't space necessarily because our house has a lot of square footage, but it was the way it's set up. Oh, yeah. You know, yeah, there was we had no... some completely vertical stairs that would yeah. not have worked for, for kids. And so we ripped the top of our house off and built a second story, which mm-hmm. as far as I'm knock on wood, because it's way over with now. We did it nine years ago. Mm-hmm. Um as far as construction projects go, fairly smooth. Yeah, we just had the one money pit night. Yeah, yeah. Um, we had our, um, it rained the night that they ripped the top half of our house off. Yeah, that's a really funny story. I come home from work, you know, and, and it, at that time I had a very physically laborious job. So, it, you know, I'm physically already, tired. already yeah. sweaty and everything. And I come home and I'm the only one, you know, I open up the door, no one's home and I've got Three leaks, in, no, two leaks in the kitchen, a leak in the living room. I go into the bedroom. There's a massive leak over the bed. And so I climbed up like Tarzan all the way up onto these beams to try to get the tarp down as much as I could. Got that taken care of, came back in, and then had this elaborate <laughs> system made up of, you know, different pieces of sheet metal that they'd taken off of the house or off of the roof and had these little spouts made running out of windows, and then and I had buckets under Your some. dad is retired from Pepsi, so you had an R2-D2. I had this massive, <laughs> I still have it, this massive cooler. R2-D2 cooler that my dad gave me that from when he worked at Pepsi. And yeah, I had it. It was in the middle of the bed, so it's about four feet tall. It was in the middle of the bed. I had a long piece of metal running from it straight out the window so that all the rain that came down <laughs> in the middle of the bed would collect on that. Yeah, it was... Uh, and luckily we had a good contractor and they, they repaired oh, they did, oh, they did everything that was damaged. And like I said, it was amazing. literally in it and, you know, neither you know neither of us were mad that mm-hmm. it happened. It and was I was seven things. months pregnant yeah, at the time. Yeah. That was fun. So, But, you know, it was it's one of those things that happens, you know, sometimes, but neither of us got mad about it. It was... You know, they, they did a wonderful job. It was just a fluke thing. The wind yeah. caught it, and yeah. Yeah. particularly windy that day. But yeah. 
but yeah, it was funny. It was funny then. It's funny now. And- yeah, absolutely. Well, speaking of funny stories, so I'll share one of our missteps, which was really my misstep, but you were so gracious about it. So, you know, I drove the same car forever. When mm-hmm. That car, when we traded in, it was like over 200,000 miles mm-hmm. on it. It was a great car. I decided I wanted to upgrade to a more luxury brand. I don't know if we should name and shame them here, but I saw the car I wanted at one of the smaller car dealerships around, and I was like, I think I'm going to buy this car. And you were not enthused about the idea, I would say. You weren't, like, totally against it. Oh, no, I was totally against it. You were, like, you weren't forcefully with me totally against it. And also, if you don't know this about me, when I get an idea, there's kind of no stopping me, so... Yeah, that's that's. <laughs> that was one of those things that was like either I'm going to continue to hear about this forever and ever and mm-hmm. ever, you know, or or I just have faith that you know she knows what she's talking about. The finances will work, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So, in my yeah. defense, the finances would have worked, except <laughs> so I buy this car. So and, yeah, so she so she bought she bought the car, yeah. Uh-huh. And a couple months later, started having started not, leaking oil. Yeah, not many months later. No, it was very very it was quickly. Like, it was like two months later. Yeah. Um, so I take it to the dealership because the local guy said, I don't think we can fix this. This is a dealership issue. So take it down to the dealership in Indianapolis and they tell me it needs a new engine, mm-hmm. completely new engine, mm-hmm. $14,000. Mm-hmm. So I know I can't sell this car to them because they know that it's, you know, I'm, I'm going to be upside down on it. Right. I figured it out. And we were able to borrow from retirement at the time. From my retirement. From your retirement at the time. Got, got it taken care of. Yes. It was a little chilly at our house for a few days, I no, would say. No, 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 no. It was, <laughs> it, 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 that's the thing. It wasn't chilly because, you know, you the, the very, very few times that in our relationship where you've you've, you've Gone made, off the rails. made a decision that, that I wasn't for. But I relented because of the never wavering mm-hmm. persuasion. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, you are always very quick to admit that you were wrong, mm-hmm. and so yeah, so you did in that case, and it and it to me it led to you know one of my favorite gotcha moments trying to cheer you up. So how yeah so so, so it was repaired. We, we do the new engine. Everything's yeah. trucking along just fine. And then how much longer was it after that? That was in the fall, and then in March. So I've got I've got the I've got the kids dropped off at Taekwondo, and I get a call mm-hmm. from Laura, and she's in tears, mm-hmm. distraught, and so you know what's going on, what's going on. Well, she was in an accident, yes. you know, and this was you know was distraught for anybody, but it was Laura's first accident. Yeah, lady he, pulled out in front of me. Yep. And didn't so, even hit the brakes. She was right yep, in she my just, spot. In a, yep. in a very common spot where accidents happen. If you're ever with me in that spot, I'll yell at you if you turn left because yep. you're not supposed you're to turn not left. Supposed to turn left there. But anyway, so uh, you know, we I make the arrangements to get the kids take you know picked up, and I hightail it over to where you're at, and you know, it's a very it's also a very very busy Muncie road. Yeah. At the time of day, everyone's getting off work. Correct. So so I was filmed on people's phones as they were driving by oh, yeah, standing yeah. out in the middle of the road and yeah because so. i always i always think about that when i'm driving I know, yeah. to put that on yeah. tiktok or whatever yeah. but anyway <laughs> so so that that led to you know I, i've got laura in my car and you know she's still sobbing and i'm trying to calm her down it's like everybody's okay neither mm-hmm. you know, yes no neither, one was hurt nobody I was hurt that, yeah. you know yes the car is probably going to be totaled but you know whatever and she's still crying and i just reach a point when she cries that 
I'm just done. It's time to it's time to be done crying now. Not in a cold hearted way, but sure, in a, sure. but in a you, okay, you've you've had You're your all cry. right. It's okay. So I just I said I don't and I'm not a crier, so I, you don't have to do that very yeah, often. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so I said, I don't understand what you're crying about. That's my retirement out in the middle of the road. Mm-hmm, lovely. And uh yeah, that it got did her perk to, me up a that, little. That got her to now, laugh and it what was turned the point? out in hindsight. We there was a lawsuit for said engine issues and we got they they paid half of the engine issue Correct. to start with. Correct. Then there was a lawsuit, so we ended up getting the money back from that. And then I got some money from the insurance company when the other lady totaled my car. So we really ended up ahead, but at the time, not so much. You, and then you got another one. And you <laughs> got another problem. one, started doing it again, so I switched to a different brand that's been amazing. So see, so see, it, I don't want it to sound like we always have our lives together, because we don't. But Oh, no. <laughs> oh, God, no. Please don't get that impression. But I mean, we I would say, and feel free to disagree with me, finances are not a source of stress in our marriage, like between you and I. Like no. they can be for our household, like if we're trying to figure something out, but Yeah, no, no, we don't we fight don't over, fight about stuff like that. We don't like fight that. over money. Yeah. We don't fight over anything, but we really don't fight over mm-hmm. money. Yeah. Anything I've forgotten? That's kind of a, a good picture of our goofball household and our no, financial no. lives. But yeah. I think that's so. I'm asking all my guests on the podcast kind of a funny fling question. So I'll ask you, and you may not have an answer for this. If your financial life were a movie, what movie? Would oh, it be? I thought about this. I can come up uh, with one. No, no. I think um, you know probably the Money Pit there while we were building on our house felt familiar. Well, just because. <laughs> <laughs> the, the the comedy of coming home to you know <laughs> that disaster but or you know whenever we um whenever we dig into some sort of project it always takes 18 times longer like we had a new um front door put in oh and yeah you and my dad and the locks and it was just <laughs> oh yeah the specialty lock the the yeah, because we tried to do one of those keypad locks. Yes, and, and the yeah. old old house was not having yeah, it. Yeah, and then so. I had to call the manufacturer, and they're like, "Take it to this place." So then I took it to that place, and the old fellow that was working on it hit hit a little switch in it, and it disintegrated right in front of our eyes. <laughs> like all these little all these little nuts, bolts, washers went flying all over the store on the aisle, and he, this he he just looked down and then without even looking at me, handed it back to me and said. Well, you have to get another one. <laughs> it's like that scene in Tommy Boy. What'd you do? What did you do? And <laughs> so you know, funny. and so the, at that point, Laura was home from work, and you know, and I knew her dad would get a kick out of the story. So I came home and I was, you know, needed the original box. So I could take it to the other place where we bought it. And Laura's like, you know, why was it? Why is it this done? <laughs> kind of joking around, and, and me and her dad are like fighting each other to strangle her. It's like, no, you just be quiet. It'll get done. Well, because everyone told me it's a quick project, but it never is at our oh, house. Oh, no. So. Any, anytime. Never, any, ever Anytime is. Tad says that it's going to be done in a certain time. <laughs> God love him. Add a few hours. Yeah, yeah but add a couple always, hours always, to it. Yeah. No, I can't think of a, yeah. I can't think of a movie, you know, because I, I would have tried to come up with something really, really humorous and obscure mm-hmm. and. Yeah, yeah I just movie buff can't do it. Huh? Can't do it. You'll think of one later. I'll report back to the podcast if you think of something. But okay. Well, we'll wrap up here. So um, every segment we're going to kind of do a seal the deal, some details to remember. You know, I'm lender, so I love it when things close. That kind of a thing. Um, do you have any socials that you want to share with? I know you're on Instagram, and I'm on Instagram, but I don't 
post. You don't really I post. I haven't posted in a while. We I send usually, each other a lot of dog reels. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of dog reels or the, you know. You do love the one guy with his wife giving her a hard time. The guy that gives abused husband advice. Mm-hmm. Or expert marriage tip. Yeah. I, I forget the guy's name. He's hysterical. <laughs> no, I've got an Instagram, but I just post. Yeah records on it and that kind of thing well so. i'm gonna shout out my socials if that's okay with you. so i've got um my movement mortgage page so it's laura mickler movement mortgage on facebook um if you don't know this about me uh, my for my mortgage company i have a uh, moving truck that my customers can use that was an that was an example of something we kind of worked and talked through because you were like i don't know oh, about yeah, this the moving truck. And, oh absolutely yeah so we have millie the moving truck who's mm-hmm. been we've had it over a year now mm-hmm. um we did have a catalytic converter stolen but other than that i don't know that it's really been too much of a headache for nope, us so all. millie the moving truck um on instagram has her own page so you can follow me there um and then this podcast also if you're not following us on socials um it's d3 finance pod on instagram and then you can look up um deadbeats divorces and dividends on facebook as well and get some podcast news and we're going to be probably doing some special stuff for social media fans and all that kind of a thing so um, so with that, I'm going to wrap up a few things. Alex, jump in if I forgot, but a couple of details um, to remember. Communicating with your spouse and don't be afraid to be honest. As you can tell, we give each other a hard time, but in an honest way. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, that kind of thing. It doesn't matter what kind of system you have as long as it works for you. And I think that's important because ours has evolved, mm-hmm. um, you know, and and if you want something, you can definitely find a way to make it happen. When we first said to each other, let's try to go to Manchester every year, we both were kind of like, yeah, okay, we'll see. But we've done it pretty much other than the pandemic. So, um, so yes, next week on the podcast, I'm going to have my first industry guest, which is awesome. Um, I'm going to have a little reveal on there. So be sure to take a look at the socials. And I will see you next week from my purple chair. Thank you so much for listening to Deadbeats, Divorces, and Dividends, A Woman's Guide to Real Estate and Finance with me, your host, Laura Mickler. D3 is produced by Kristen Pickett and recorded and edited at Winter Freeze Records by Aaron Winter. See you next week for my purple chair.